at uh, 22, 23 years old, um, I found myself in a position, financially kind of in trouble because I just, I didn't have any skills. I grew up on a farm and I didn't have any skills that I could really trade for enough money for me to live on. And I mean, I, I, I could do odd jobs, but I, I couldn't, I couldn't do anything that, you know, that I, I could stay interested in and that I could go to school on, you know, make enough money to do the things that, that I, I, you know, I wanted to do and I needed to do. So the opportunity came along to join the military and to, to get some medical training that, um, that I, I actually, I wanted to go into medicine as, as a, as a young kid, mainly because that's one of the things people say, right? What do you want to do? You know, doctor, lawyer, fireman or whatever. So, uh, but that became more and more of an interest as I, as I went, as I grew up a few papers on, on medicine, anesthesiology. I wouldn't remember that one as a freshman and I really fell in love with it. I, I, I liked it. So when the opportunity came and the need arose, uh, that I, you know, could get some training, my first choice was medicine. So in the Navy, they have, uh, um, a, a position that's called a corpsman. And corpsmen are basically hospital corpsmen are basically like uh, nurse nurses. I would I wouldn't and I won't say that they're nurses aides because these men or these men and women this position is every bit as detailed in the navy every much every much responsibility as a nurse has. In fact, I've seen corpsmen um, take care of some of very sick patients and even perform some mi minor surgeries even up into like appendectomy. So, you know, in the military, they don't have the same kinds of, at least back then, they didn't have the same kinds of medical requirements. And so, yeah, they, if, if there's a need and you have the training or even close to the training, you're going to perform the, the duty. And so when, so I had six months, seven months of that training. And when I got out, uh, I, you know, I needed a job and the perfect thing came to me. My sister worked as, um, the head nurse in a, a unit across the hall from a burn unit. And she said, Hey, my brother's getting out of the military. I know you use military guys, um, to work as technicians. They called them burn technicians. Um, do you think you could give him an interview? See if he can do the job. And, uh, consequently I got that job. And, uh, so all of the experience that, uh, I received in the Navy was, you know, it's, it's hospital type, um, things, you know, I mean, all the way from bedpans to, uh, giving shots and uh, starting IVs, taking blood pressure, you know, it, it's pretty much the gamut of the kind of the lower end skills that, uh, I wouldn't say lower end skills, but you know, you're, you, you're working side by side with nurses, but obviously nurses have, you know, much more training going to school. And then again, you may not say much more training cause it's all relative. Right. But the corpsmen, you know, they, they, they work side by side with nurses. And, uh, and so when I got this job, uh, working at the burn center, my first day, I, I didn't know even what to expect because I, I'd heard kind of the horror stories of, of, you know, burn patients burn. So I really had just the, the, you know, kind of the scariest of, of thoughts in my mind. Um, so first day, uh, I, there was a patient that he was in a, uh, a truck accident, like a semi-truck accident. And he had 90% of his body third degree burn. And so he's in the bed and, and 
what happens with burns is the body goes into shock and it starts to what they call third space the fluids that are in the cells they leak out into the you know the areas between the cells and it causes swelling and so the during this burn shock you can't a person can have so much swelling that like say in the arm or in the leg can have so much swelling that will actually cut off circulation to the to the extremity to the tips of the uh, hand or foot or whatever so in order to release that pressure they have they had to perform a, a surgery called an escorotomy which basically cuts uh, like this furrow through the skin down uh through the i don't know you know my mind i didn't i didn't you know continue to work in the medical profession once i graduated i i took a job in the high tech area so some of the stuff i say most of it might be wrong some of it might be wrong um but this is the best i can do coming free so i think they cut through you know down to the the fascia i'm not sure so forgive me but these but these uh incisions are just like this huge furrow you know through the the, the fatty the, through the skin through the fatty tissue um and and so that it can release the pressure in the arm so that it can continue to you know be perfused with by the circulatory system blood can get down in capillaries so there here i am my first day and they're like hey hold this guy's arm up and this is a big man he must have been six three six four maybe 300 pounds and i'm holding up his arm and he has these two deep furrows going down either side medial lateral i think it is the inside and outside of his arm uh, these two deep like cuts and they're wiping this stuff on him called silvadine which looks a lot like marshmallow cream and as they wipe that on him you know these uh, incisions are bleeding a little bit i mean there's blood coming out and some of the white cream mixes with the blood and drips off of his arm and lands on my shoe, which is like a rubber clog. And it looks just like strawberry whipped cream. And for about three seconds, I, I'm holding up this guy's arm, which is getting heavier by the second. And, you know, it's being wrapped. And I've got this stuff that looks like strawberry whipped cream, but isn't on my shoe. And I had like this panic attack for a second which was, I can't do this. I will not be able to do this. But but as it turns out, I didn't have any choices. I didn't have any other options available to me. And I had invested so much time into getting this training in the Navy, going through boot camp, all the pain of that, all of the, you know, and, and I've been fortunate enough to land this job in this great environment, very, you know, wonderful learning. And it's amazing how you can have a zillion thoughts you know, rush through your mind in a matter of like a split second. And in that matter of that split second, I just had to address the panic and say, I don't have time for you. I, I, I can't, I can't, I don't have the luxury of letting you panic me and freak me out. And I can't, I can't withdraw from this challenge. And that was it. I was done. I wasn't, I was done with the, you know, the fear of that you know, what was I was experiencing in that moment. And you've probably experienced something like this as well, where there's no options but to push forward. And that's what happened. And I spent a few years uh, there just learning so much about burns, about patients, about the body, and a lot about myself. And uh, 
that's basically what this uh, podcast is about. It, experiences that I saw, you know, in people and in myself as uh, I worked there. Hey, thanks for stopping by and listening to the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, share it with your friends. And until next time, we'll see you then.